Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-Hour Energy. It contains all the great 5-Hour Energy Shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to help support the immune system. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily Immune Support plus extra strength 5-Hour Energy. Get it today at your local Rite Aid store. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 2010's Insidious. But before we do that, what have we been up to this week? Um, not a lot. We found a small frog. You found a small frog? We rescued, yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, we tried to rescue it, but it kept hopping away. And um, it just hopped away, actually, really, before we rescued it. So it rescued itself, but we didn't, like, make anything worse. We just, we would rescue it if it had... If it hadn't, if it just hadn't hopped, hopped away, away by itself, yeah. I remember doing that at my brother's house because um, they live abroad and they've got air conditioning. So, like, if anything, like lizard, like lizards get in and frogs uh, and stuff, so yeah. they've got to, yeah, they've got to take them outside because otherwise yeah. they'll die. Oh, so I saved a little save them. Saved a little gecko. Oh. It was like a little baby gecko, and it was about as big as my nail. And I was like, oh, that's so tiny. Cute. It was so cute. That's so some. Reptiles are so tiny. Yeah, it must have been a baby one. And I was like, I found this. And then my brother was like, oh, you better let it out because it'll die. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So I did. Fair enough. Saved it. Saved its little life. What have I done? Not a lot. I've been playing Two Point Hospital, um, which is pretty good. It's a, it's very, very similar to Theme Hospital. Mm, never played either. Oh, it's so good. You've got to like have like janitors to clean your oh, hospital yeah, you would. and stuff. You would. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. So that's my thing at the moment. I need to get back on Red Dead. Mm, so, Red Dead's good. Yeah, I need yeah. to get on it. So that's on my list as well. <laughs> Other than that, I've not really done oh, you anything. Yeah, oh, well. It's just standard sort of standard. quarantine fare. Yeah. It's it's been boring. So not doing a lot. Just working, earning some cruise money. That's it. Mm-hmm. Earn the money. Earn the cruise money. Woo! I'm excited. Yeah. So this week. We did. Insidious. Woohoo. Directed by James Wan. It scored a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 
and the synopsis is the Lamberts move into a new home when son Dalton falls ill and shows no signs of improvement strange things begin to occur in the Mm. house dot 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 and before we start there will be spoilers to this one so if you've not watched it come back to us when you've given it a watch yeah otherwise we will ruin it for you (laughs) (laughs) oh dear yeah so i have seen this sort of well i've seen it like averagely recently i didn't see it when it came out because i don't normally like ghost things Mm. they're not really my thing like they don't really interest me but I've heard, I'd sort of heard that this is quite a good take on it, and uh, so I gave it a go. It's pretty good. I didn't like it. Creeped me out. Oh, like creepy. It creeped me out too much. It's effective. It wasn't that it was bad quality. I just was creeped out too yeah. much by it. Yeah, it is a good. It's like it is really well done. I feel like mm. it's one of. I think it's one of James Wan's earlier films. Because he'd done Saw in 2014. No, not 2014. 2004. Mm, yeah, Saw goes way back. Yeah. Saw's nearly like a classic. Yeah, it's really... It's, Children it's born six, when 16, Saw was released is 16, 16 years now. old. They could be getting married. Bloody hell. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, Saw was released 2004. But then there was like a huge backlash about the sort of torture porn stuff because like hostel was coming out and yeah. it was all like gory stuff and people were like it's horrible and you know all this lot even though saw isn't actually as gory as hostel nowhere near yeah. as gory no compared to the sequels it's not actually that bad it's a lot of it is just the two guys talking in the bathroom oh really well i haven't seen either i haven't yeah. seen any of them so i can't we'll get compare. to it episode 100 mm. it'll be mm. fine but like I think this was one of his earlier films and it's like him and Lee Wanell again who who wrote it. They they just seem to work together. Yeah. I don't know if he like wrote The Conjuring and stuff as well. Like he's written loads oh. of stuff with him. Um but basically they wrote this as a sort of it was kind of a answer back to all the people who were like, Oh, this is all you do, you mm. just do this this torture porn stuff. So when this was released, it was rated a 15, but there's no blood in it. There's no gore in it. There's no swearing in it. There's no sex in it. There's no real violence in it. But it was rated a 15. Because they were like, it's generally quite scary. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, you wouldn't want a child to watch this, would you? Yeah, that's it. But they kind of of did it to show that they could write Mm. a horror that didn't have which to be gory, they which they have do. accomplished yeah. in spades. Yeah. yeah, fair play to them. Like it's good. Yeah, so they they kind of did it as a as a a rebuttal to that fact, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm. But yeah, I know I, I, I remember it coming out, but I didn't really know anything about it because the title doesn't really tell you anything. Yeah. I think it was meant to be called. Were they going to call it the further or into the further or something like that? Mm. I think they were going to call it, but but then. They decided to change it to Insidious. I think Insidious definitely has like horror connotations. Yeah, that's it? it. That's it. So, yeah. So we'll get into it anyway. So it begins with a shot of like this big ball lamp shade, mm. which I love because it reminds me of my ball lamp. Oh yeah. And it kind of and it zooms down and you see this boy in bed asleep, 
and then it sort of you get this like tracking shot through the house and it's all in black and white at this point and this sort of you know creepy noises and and it's all sort of quiet and horrible and then there's an old lady outside who's just stood there just yeah and then you get that's not weird at all and then you just get insidious and it's like apparently 33 violins were used to make that title wow screechy screechy violins so then you get all these it's basically black and white credits and it's the shots of their house that they're moving into and then you get all the um cast and crew and all that lot then it goes to rose burn who is asleep and it's still in black and white but then it kind of fades out into color and she's just waking up and she is renee in our story renee 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 Renee. Um, so we've got renee and josh who are the couple who live in this big house it's a good job patrick wilson is a good looking guy (laughs) because he snores like an absolute train snoring and she's like wakes up like yep i am awake again yeah so she goes downstairs in some very jazzy looking pajamas yeah monkeys monkeys at first when she was coming down the stairs and you couldn't see her head i thought it was a child coming i down thought the it stairs. was a child yeah. yeah but then when you realized it was her i was like oh she's just in child's pajamas. pajamas i had some i had some pink monkey pajamas from primark i love those yeah. pajamas yeah they were like you know those like massive flannelette ones that you in winter yeah mm. so she's gone downstairs they've obviously just moved into this house because there's boxes everywhere and everything's a bit of a tip she unpacks five books <laughs> onto a shelf. I'd be like, job yep, done. I have done my job for yeah. the day. And then she gets her photo album out and she's just having a look at that. It's like when you, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm going to tidy my room or something and you end up finding end up just something. Looking. The first thing you look at, you end up just looking through. Yeah, you just look hours. at something for ages yeah. and then you're like, well, I, I have achieved nothing, mm. but I did find this thing. That I thought I'd lost. Found an old magazine. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. magazine from like 1997, <laughs> which I read from cover to cover. So she's looking at that, and then her son comes down, Dalton, who is wearing matching pajamas. Yeah. So that's really cute. Really I was cute. Like, oh, it's cute. So he comes down, and and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm just looking at this, looking at these photo albums." And then he sort of sits on a knee and she's going through it and then he's like who's that and she's like well that's me because mm. there's like a photo of her when she was young and then he's like that doesn't look like you and she's like well i'm grown up now yeah and then he's like you're old and then she's like how old do you think i am and he's like 21, 21. and she's like i wish i was 21 <laughs> i'd be like hello you kid if she was 21 she would have had to have had him when she was about four or four, something yeah yeah i know and then they sort they sort of comment about there's no photos of dad when he was a kid, which comes into play later. Mm. And then I think I, I don't know if she's like oh he doesn't like taking his photo or something like that. So then it gets to breakfast. So they've got three kids. So there's Dalton, Foster, Foster and Callie, and Callie, which is the baby. She's kind of she's she's sort of being like typical mum, like she's doing everything, yeah, everything. And she's on the phone. She's on the phone she trying to speak to, to an agent to speak to an agent. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> doing that voice recognition thing, mm. she's like speak to an agent, and then it gets gets a little bit further on, and she's said it about five hundred times. She's like speak to an agent, <laughs> and I was like, yep, that is me every time. 
Voice recognition and Yorkshire accents do not do mix. Not. <laughs> they do not mix. They do not uh, acknowledge that you are speaking to them. So I never use it. I avoid it. So she's getting... She looks a little bit frazzled and she's sort of trying to get the kids organised and, and make the breakfast and do everything else. Patrick Wilson's just brushing his teeth and pissing around upstairs, mm. plucking out his grey hairs. <laughs> and then finally he comes down and then he... Uh, Eats a he eats an apple, an apple but it's a wax fruit. And he's like, Ugh. I don't know if he was doing it to make the kids laugh or he genuinely thought, thought it was, it a, real was apple. A, a fruit. I think he thought it was a real fruit because he was like, Oh, we've got no actual fruit. Why have we got wax fruit? <laughs> and then um, she goes back into the lounge and realizes that there's books on the floor. And she says to one of the kids, like, If you want to look at my books, that's fine, but put them back put when them you're back. done. And then he's like, I didn't do I it. I didn't touch your book. But then yeah. you. But then they're kind of like, yeah, whatever. Then Patrick Wilson decides. He was like, oh, what does she say? She's like, oh, you're taking the kids, and he's like, oh no, okay, I've got to go to school. Bye. And she's <laughs> like, oh, brilliant. Well, thanks for springing that on me. Thing. Make plans. Organize mm. your day. Ugh. I don't even have children, but I feel like if I did, and that happened, I'd be annoyed. You'd need to have set plans as to who was going to look after them, wouldn't you? Yeah, you need to you need to have some kind of structure mm. of like school and stuff. Also, he's going to a school. He's a teacher. So you're pretty much halfway there. <laughs> Just drop him off on your way. It cuts back to her she's a songwriter and she's working on a song. I believe that was her actually playing piano and singing oh, as well. Was it? Yeah, I think ah. so. Yeah. She she didn't play anything particularly like complicated, but I think she can mm. play a little bit. Um, and she hears Callie crying, so she goes to sort her out. And you were laughing because you were like, "That baby's clearly not crying." <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> quite often in filming, there'll be a baby furiously screaming, and then when you look at the baby, the baby's just chilling. The baby's it's just chilling out at all. It's perfectly happy. That baby was chill and they just AF. play the scream because obviously they can't make a baby cry on demand which would be that'd be really cruel really, yeah it'd be like completely unethical yeah so if they want to film a scene i wouldn't just gotta go they, with it i wonder if they like hang around it just to wait just till it cries wait. and then record it and then like put it in later mm. or something i don't yeah. know but yeah that ba- that baby was chilled af mm. all the way through just like i don't even care that this house is haunted <laughs> i'm just chilling so then she decides to go to the creepy, creepy attic, which is massive. You could at least probably fit my house in there. And it's then huge. Some, oh, it's like a, a three-bedroom space like, up there. You could have like a little granny flat up yeah. there, and you'd be quite happy. Mm. And then it, but I think I think the only reason she goes up there is to set up the fact that you've got to climb some stairs to put a light on, mm. which is really weird because That's, why is the light? There's, there's like so built there's like built stairs to get into the attic it's like its own proper room essentially but you've got to climb up some stairs to turn a light on yeah it makes no sense poor design mm. awful but anyway so she's done that then it cuts to outside and it's dark and josh has come back from work so i'm guessing that he's been at work very very late because mm. i'm fairly certain if you work in a school you don't come home when it's like pitch dark no unless you've got like to you and they sometimes would rearrange the desks yeah but i suppose that probably doesn't take that long, i think the, the sort of thing is though he's doing it every night so mm. 
it's kind of like you don't need to be but he, he turns up and he's like oh hi hi kids and kids are like yeah come do this whatever blah 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 and then he's like oh the place looks really great and basically she's pretty much unpacked and I thought that's why you've stayed at school mm. oh you've done it all oh well good, you know good on you oh you've done a good job it's very doing nice. all the unpacking haven't you yeah also, did she unpack all of that in a day? Because it's just not possible. She is good. Especially not when you have to look at each item and be like, where shall I put this? And reminisce about mm. it and look through it at least once. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was quite impressed at her skills there. And then you hear this little creaky door where Dalton is and he looks and it's the door to the attic and he's like, ooh. Mm. I didn't realise as well, all through this scene he's wearing a cape. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> I only noticed afterwards and I was like, that is really cool. She's saying, she's asking Josh whether he's seen her sheet music. She's like, I've got a box of sheet music, have you seen it? And he was like, oh yeah, no, we definitely packed it, the royal we. And then she's like, yes, I did pack Mm -hmm. it. So I'm assuming that she has packed this house and then unpacked this house. (sighs) Men sometimes. So... In the meantime, Dalton in his little cape is going up to the attic and then he climbs this little ladder to turn the light on. But, you know, he's a child and is not very good at being... No. He's not ca- accident he prone. Yeah, he can't reach it, so he's got to climb halfway up a ladder, which yeah. is broken, to switch the light on. And then one of the steps breaks mm. and he falls. And then it, it sort of cut. It's cutting back... From him in this attic to the family just sort of yeah. being a family and, you know, chilling out or whatever. And then he screams, obviously, so they all run to the attic. And he hurts his leg and he hurts his head. So so they're like, it's off limits in here now. Don't come in here. Mm. Why, why are we in here anyway? Kind of thing. And he's like, I'm really Which is sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no more exploring. Don't, don't do it. And then she turns to see that her box of sheet music is in the attic. And why is it in the attic? Why is it in the attic? I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe the ghosts wanted to read some sheet music. To be honest, if I had ghosts and they helped me unpack, I'd probably <laughs> be quite grateful because, you know, they put it away for her, really. Mm. Put it in the attic. She knows where it is now. If you had ghosts, though, wouldn't they be way? more like, what is, what is she looking at? On her, like, device. Yes. Which is this little... What's this? Matchbox little... with pictures inside. <laughs> what is this sorcery? What is this? Tis yeah. a tablet. Tis a tablet. But tis alive. Tis... Tis painted. I don't have fingers, so I can't work mm. it. I don't have touch screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you're wearing gloves, but... <laughs> yeah. Sort of the opposite. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, how awful. So it cuts to them, they're chatting and, and she's sort of saying that she's had all this stuff to do and she's kind of got nothing done. And I thought, you've unpacked a whole mm. house. Like, but I, I kind of get that feeling sometimes. Like I've done stuff, but I feel like I've not I've achieved yeah. anything. And and, you, and and I kind of, I, re, I sort of berate myself for it, even though it doesn't matter that I've not done anything. And I'm like, I should have done something or whatever. So I kind of get that. I get that feeling. But sometimes it's good to sometimes it's good to be like I should have really done more, and because I inspires you to do stuff. But then other times you can do quite well and be like, oh, I haven't really made very much progress when you have. 
yeah that that's depends it depends on what you've that's done that's it so she's she's been hard on herself mm. isn't she and, and she's sort of saying that she wants it to be different so i don't know what happened in the last house but i feel like i wonder if because she says something about um like thanking him for her taking time for her music and stuff so i wonder mm. if they both had quite busy jobs and and it yeah. was kind of a they didn't spend any time together and yeah. stuff but you can tell like that they love each other and they and they get on really well and then uh, it cuts to the it just cuts to the night they're all asleep he's snoring again it's <laughs> <laughs> all you can hear snoring away and then it cuts to the morning where she's she's up again with the kids doing you know breakfast and all that lot and this really made me laugh because the ba- <laughs> the baby is crying and it's like Aah! and then patrick wilson comes in and it, it, she just stops and just looks at him <laughs> and she like completely stops crying he leaves the room and then she's like <laughs> okay. she likes looking at him well apparently cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home live cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Babies like to look at people who have very symmetrical faces. Uh, and he's quite a handsome man, so it probably distracted her from her crying. <laughs> she's like, oh, symmetrical face. <laughs> and then he leaves, and then she's like, what no, was I doing? Was I was crying, right, yeah, I was crying. <laughs> so funny. It did make me laugh. He goes to get Dalton up, because he's not up for school, and he's like, you've got school, come on. Come on, Dalton. I didn't like this bit. But Creeped he didn't wake up. At first, when I watched it, I thought he was dead. Because mm. I was like, oh my God, he's dead. What's happened? They're like, oh no, he won't wake up. And then uh, they take him to the hospital and, and there's a doc. The doctor's very flippant as well. Like mm. I feel like his attitude is not a good attitude. Is and that, I'd well, be really we just, annoyed. We, we don't know. We mm. don't know. This is what happens. Like, well, we don't really know. Oh, we'll do some tests. Oh, my page is going off. See you later. And they're like, oh, great. Okay, then. Mm. And then it cuts to three months later. He's at home now, so he's he's kind of hooked up to all these, like, he's hooked up to a heart monitor and, and yeah. he's got a drip. drip and, and the nurse is, like, showing the mum how to insert a feeding tube. It's mm. really, really sad. Yeah. It's horrible. And you can tell she looks so distraught as well because from the sounds of it, they can't find anything that's actually yeah. physically wrong with him. He's just not waking up because she kind of says it's a coma, but it's not a coma and... They don't really know. And she looks absolutely frazzled at this point. Yeah, like her hair's just, all over yeah, place. She just looks tired. Very nice and she's them. Yeah, they're obviously going through it big time. She's doing some music. She's got the baby monitor on a piano. And then it starts Ugh. making these noises. <laughs> this is where it starts to get oh, interesting. It starts, doesn't it? <laughs> and there's all this kind of... And then she, she starts hearing this 
voice it's like a man's voice mm. i thought and it, it's saying like there's nothing you can do and then it's kind of whispering away and then it's like it says give me it i want it and then it's like give me it now and then she's like Whoa. no i didn't like because and you were like why has she not gone upstairs yes. yet if you heard a voice on the intercom thing from your baby's room you'd, you'd be, be up there like a shot up there straight I'd away be up there with a bat like, yeah yeah so she wrote, she runs up there, um, baby's crying, there's nobody there. But obviously she's suitably freaked out by that. And then it cuts to her, she's tidying up in Foster's room and she finds an award that he's won at school and she's like, oh, he won an award. And he's like, yeah. But he kind of didn't, he didn't tell him. And she's like, why don't you tell me? And he's like, mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe, because he's like the, I'm assuming he's like the middle child. Because yeah. like Dalton's in a coma. Then there's a baby who obviously needs, needs looking after, little, yeah. so he kind of I think he gets he forgotten a, bit, a little yeah, bit, yeah, which is sad. And he and he just sort of he's just like yeah, and she's like I'm going to show it to your dad. It's going to be great. And then obviously like she can tell that he's finding it hard as well. And she's like things will get better, I promise. But you know at the moment mm. it's a bit rubbish, and it'll be all right. And then he says that he's scared of Dalton, and she's like, well, why is your brother? Mm-hmm. And then. And then he goes, I don't like it when he walks around at night. Ugh. Which nobody reacts to. I'd be like, what? What? (laughs) Come again, what? So he, his room and Dalton's room are sort of positioned in the way that when their doors are open, they can basically see each other. So he's sat staring at Dalton and then he's like, yeah, he's freaking me out. So he shuts the door. And then here's some ominous creaks. Oh, so creepy. Ominous creaks. If I'd have seen this in the cinema, I would have shit myself <laughs> big time. Because, like, it's very... It's noise cues. Mm. And noise cues get me... Like, I'll jump at music that's yeah. not even... It's not yeah. even a thing. If, if it's just... to jump, you'll jump where you I do it in normal films. If there's a, just a bit of music that's just that shade too loud... I yeah. will jump, and it's not—it's not even scared me. I just do it. I don't know why it is. You're just it's so on annoying. edge, aren't you? You're just ready. I feel like I'm very tense <laughs> a lot of the time. It must be. It cuts to Renee and Josh. They're in bed, and she's telling him about this voice that she heard. And then he's like, "Oh, well, it's probably interference because I, you know, yeah, they, which does kind of make sense. They pick up things, these monitors and stuff. And then there's a knock at the door. So. I wouldn't have answered it. No. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm in bed. I ain't answering it. Um, and then, but she's kind of like, go check. Go check. Because obviously she's freaked out mm. by this voice. So he goes downstairs and he asks if there's anyone there. And he turns the porch light on and stuff, but there's nobody there. And then he puts the alarm on. In the meantime, Callie starts crying. So mum goes to see her. And there's a man stood because no. it's kind of there's like the cot, but then there's like this sort of material. You know, they have like, like material decorations, yeah. and then the window behind it. But like, there's a man stood in between these oh, two things, I didn't and like she it. screams. I don't like it when babies are 
under threat. That baby's it's, fine. Well, the baby Baby's was chilled. fine. She was absolutely fine. But it just creeps me out. Of the, I don't like it. But creeps she, me out extra special. She screams a building down because there's a man in the room. And so he comes back up the stairs and he's like, whoa, what's going on? And she's like, there is a man in the room. And then he's kind of looking, but he can't see anything, obviously. And, she, and he's like, right, go to Dalton's room. So she takes Foster as well and they all go to Dalton's room. Then the alarm starts going no. off. Which is the most obnoxious alarm I've ever heard. But I guess, you know, that's what you need yeah. for a burglar yeah. alarm. So he goes downstairs, but the front door's wide open at this point and the chain's off because I think he did put the chain on mm. and it's like dangling like... Yeah, someone's I mean, just come through, yeah. Worst case scenario at this point, there's somebody in your house. Yeah. So he gets a fire poker... And turns all the lights on, which is good. I like good that. Good turn the lights on. Turn yeah. all the lights on. Yeah. Because normally people just wander around in the dark, don't they? It would be great if you had like a master switch in the house for every single light in the house on. Do you I have do. that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because we've got hue lights. Ah. If I leave that on, I can put an app on my phone and turn them all on. <sighs> mm. Could you turn them on when you weren't in the house? Yes. You can put them on timers. That would be cool. Like that, that one, that my, my ball lamp is timed to come on at a certain yeah. time. So if someone was robbing your house and you were out and your neighbour was like, someone in your house, you could be like, lights on. Yep. Oh, that'd be great. Lights on, all the lights, yeah. They would freak out. I am out. fully prepared for ghosts <laughs> and or intruders. So yeah, he's looking and he can't find anybody. Then this alarm goes back on again. So obviously that night they had no sleep. Mm. And then it cuts to him at school. Like, ugh, what is my life? <laughs> what is going on? On the board, at the back of him, is a drawing of the uh, puppet from Saw. Oh, is it? I didn't notice yeah. that. And there's um, there's a thing of, of people for detention, and James mm-hmm. Wan has two. <laughs> <laughs> he has two detentions because he's been extra naughty. There's, um, there's some more names on there, but I think, they're, I think one of them's like the hair stylist. And it's just like crew members, oh, which is quite nice. nice. Yeah, quite like that. It's quite cool. So he ends up ringing Renee and he's like, oh, I need to stay. I've got papers to mark. But I thought, you'd just take them home, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's what I'd do. I'd uh, go home, have my tea. Just get a, do get a, a nice cup marking. of tea. Do yeah. a bit of marking. But he's, I think he's kind of... He's set up to be, he's an, he's an avoidance person, mm. like he avoids things and I think he well, kind of detaches himself yeah. from a situation. And That's how he avoided his past as well though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then it gets, uh, it flashes back to him as a kid as it turns out, which is the same shot at the beginning of the boy in the bed, but then you assume that mm. it's him. Dalton at this point is still unresponsive and I don't know how much time has passed on this, but it, it must be quite a while and, and she's talking to the nurse and she's quite defeated and the nurse is really good, isn't she? She's no, the like, nurse is nice. She, she's re- she sort of talks her up and, and she's like, they're messing with the wrong chick. You can do this, mm. it's fine. And I think sometimes you just need that kind yeah. of... You need that bit of reassurance. That's what you need. You need a let's go champ. Yeah. Let's go champ. So she's, she's sort of saying to Dalton and making sure he's all right and she... She takes the cover off the bed for some reason. And there's a massive Hand- red oh. handprint on the bed. Because you were like, why is his foot bleeding? Because I thought that at first. Mm. 
But then it, it turns not. out to be this handprint. So she rings Josh and she's like, you need to come home and you need to come home now. You need to see this. He gets home and it's half ten. It's half ten. She sat outside, like, it's beside herself. It's never a herself. good sign when a, what, someone in a relationship arrives home to find the other person sitting on the porch waiting. No, exactly. That's always a bad sign. And, and it only like, happens in films. Yeah, and she she's basically like, well, it's half ten. Where have you been? Why are you late? What, mm. What's the point? Like, you've been late every day for god knows how long what's going on and he's like well i just needed to mark and And then she's basically like i'm scared and he's like well i am as well you know i'm worried about dalton Mm. and 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 she's like i'm scared for him and which is a weird sort of yeah she's like i'm scared of this house and he's he's still quite dismissive about it so and then she ends up she's holding this sheet with this handprint on and then she's like we'll deal with that then and see <sighs> so she's not happy and then it cuts to Josh on the sofa he's clearly in bad books excellent and he's having he's having this flashback again of him as a boy Renee's having some kind of dream she wakes up screaming and stressing out because she's beside herself at this yeah, point yeah something's alerted her that swings up yeah and there's like um, a shadowy figure walking past the window Ugh. and and she's kind of looking at it and and sort of doesn't really do anything about it but then it comes in and it goes for her so she's screaming the place down she's hysterical at this point he runs upstairs and she's like there was a man there and he's kind of looking but there's nobody there and she's mm. like don't you dare not believe me no. isn't it the worst when in films like this where like someone doesn't believe it's always like it's the husband so, doesn't oh. believe the wife and is like oh you're just being a hysterical woman but in in real life obviously you perhaps there are multiple explanations but in a film where you know it's a ghost yeah there's nothing more frustrating than the naysayer yeah it drives me mad. but it's always it's always like the woman who's being hysterical but i do quite like this film because they do kind of subvert that trope yeah. because then she's like I need to get out of this house and he's like fine okay. right we'll go Sounds and they move yeah which far. is what which everybody they, should they do never people in haunted house films never move they never ever move it really move. gets too bad and they're like oh that really ruined everything why should move you should have just got moved. the F out of there yeah, yeah exactly so I do quite like that about this because they're like right we're going to move so they move into like a different house and it's kind of a it's not as a sort of old creaky house like the it's, other one. It's it's yeah, quite it's modern quite nice. and light and yeah. airy and and it's not it's not a creepy house, you know, like say Amityville or something and they've moved in and mm. they're like, Oh that's really creepy. It's it's quite a modern, nice house. So they have got out of there. And the mum's Josh's mum's come to help them unpack and she's like, I can't believe we're unpacking again. <laughs> and then she sees a photo of the family and she's like, Oh, you managed to get him to take a photo then flipping heck like and then she puts it on the counter, which I thought was a really weird place to put yeah, a photo. She was staring at this photo, like I'm really creeped out by this photo and I was like, What's what's up with you? And then she placed it on the counter mm. and I was like, You wouldn't put a photo there, that's weird. But anyway. So then it cuts to the mum. She's just Renee. She's just she's put some nice music on, and she's sort of clearing up. I think like some snacks from Dalton, and mm, yeah. just going through a, a sort of 
day-to-day routine i suppose and i was really impressed because you saw the little boy i saw the little boy well saw I the little boy. it was a statue of a post a small statue of a postman <laughs> why um, i don't know but then again why would there be a little victorian boy in your yeah. house so so yeah i noticed him and i was like oh that's just a sort of ornament that they haven't unpacked like a little yeah. statue it's sort of i didn't i didn't notice him until statue. until I, I knew about it and i'd watched it again because he's, he's just sort of there because if you just sort of look it just looks like the coats mm. hanging up it reminded me of you know how sometimes some old houses have statues of a, a small statue of a jockey yeah i thought it was something on those i don't know why like that little uh Almost like that little statue in Home Alone that they have outside that they keep knocking over with the car. I don't know, but it's I like, don't think like a little. Alone. It's like a little sort of boy yeah. thing. Yeah, it was creepy though. So, so she's going about a business. There's this little boy stood with his face. I think he's playing hide and seek. Uh, makes, I think that's why he's perfect facing sense. this. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, she goes outside, she's putting the bins out, I think. So she puts the bins out and the song changes to this really creepy song tiptoe through the tulips and it's this woman's Ugh. like... Aah. It's horrible. And then she obviously is like, I didn't put this crap on. What's <laughs> this? Then looks into the window and sees the little boy mm. dancing away. Having a little dance. Uh, he, that little boy, is having the time of his damn life. He's not... I don't he's mind probably him. their best. He's fine. In the film. He's having a great time. He's loving life. He's not angry. He's just running. Mm, he's just playing. He's running around. I'd, I'd have him in my house if mm. I had to have a ghost. He's all no, right. I wouldn't have any of them. In, a, in an ideal world, I wouldn't have any, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's the... He's all right. She runs in. Obviously, there's nobody there. And then she keeps seeing, like, doors flinging open and... In sort of feeling a presence, I suppose, and she can hear this like giggling of this little boy. She ends up running upstairs to check on the kid, kids, and he's yeah, he's just she just sees him just running around and he's just laughing his little head off, he's having a lovely time. She goes into I think it's Callie's room and sees a rocking horse. Oh, rocking. rocking and you were like, he better not be sat on that rocking <laughs> horse. <laughs> I'll be furious. But it wasn't. But then the door flies open behind her. So then she goes into Dalton's room and then I think she sees a shoe under because there's like a wardrobe, but then like a material a bit shoe, underneath yeah. it. So she sees a shoe. Old-fashioned boot. So she she grabs a hockey stick, but I was like, "That's not going to do anything. What are you going to? How are you going to hit a ghost Mm. with a hockey stick?" And also, he's a little boy. You can't hit a little boy with a hockey stick. That's terrible. But anyway, so she uses the stick to like open the shoe rack, and there's nothing there. But then he bursts out of the wardrobe. She shits herself because. You'd well, expect a little boy to come popping out in wardrobe. Yeah. And then he just Terrifying. goes, ha, 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 and then runs off. And then she just sits on the floor and cries. <laughs> She's like, I've had enough. I'm so over this right now. And then it's like a, a smash cut to her sat with a priest. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, thank you for finally getting the priest in. This is it. Like, they do all the correct things. They make mm. the right decisions. Um, 
But yeah, and then he comes home and he's like, I'm sure this is the start of a joke. The <laughs> man comes home to see his wife with a priest. And then she is like, I think she knows him. I think he's a friend yeah. of her. And she's like, oh, he's a friend, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she's sort of saying, I didn't know what else to do. Like, I'm out of ideas. Yeah. I saw a little goddamn boy running around the house that wasn't one of my children. I don't know what to do. I feel like, because he hasn't witnessed anything. No, that's it. He needs to witness it. But in hindsight, maybe he was closed off to anything like that. Yeah, possibly. And also, he's never bloody well there. It's always her that's there. So she cops for it all. She's sat... Are they in, like, the kitchen? I think they're in, like, the kitchen. And he's sat there, mum's sat there, and Renee's sat there. And she's basically saying, whatever it was in that other house, I think it's come here mm, and followed, followed us. Them. And I don't know what to do about it, and I'm literally out of ideas. And then he's kind of, he's very sceptical at this point, and he's like, well, I, don't, I, I literally don't know what, what do you want me to do. I don't, I, I'm out of ideas as well. I don't know what, what you want. And then the mum kind of pipes up and she's like yeah um well i came here because i had a dream last night and i was really worried and i felt something in the house and they're like she was right they're like oh my god so then she says that she ends up going into this house in a dream and she goes to dalton's room and sees something in the corner and you see like it shows her it's like her pov of going Mm. in and there's this like shadowy figure but you can't really make out who it is and then she asks it, who are you? And it said, what does he say? Does he say a friend or something? A visitor. A visitor, that's a visitor. it. visitor, ugh, creepy. And then, and then she's like, what do you want? And then she said it pointed at Dalton. And 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 it kind of builds this tension and, and you're looking at... If you're committed to building healthy habits, it's time to let Noom put psychology to work. Making a big change to your lifestyle is hard, especially if you rely on sheer willpower alone. Noom's award-winning program can help you form sustainable eating and exercise habits that last. With Noom, no food group is off-limits, and there's no complicated calorie counting either. Instead, Noom's cognitive behavioral approach helps you better understand and manage your relationship with food, one meal at a time. Whether your goal is to feel more energized, boost your mood, or improve your stress levels, Noom gives you the tools to make it happen. Best of all, it takes just 10 minutes a day. And because Noom is tailored to your goals and based on leading evidence-based psychology and nutrition science, you know you're always getting the expert guidance and support you need to make lasting progress. Start building healthy habits today. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash habit. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash habit. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Like the reactions of... Patrick mm. Wilson and Rose Byrne. So, yeah, but it's, it's broad daylight, so you don't expect to see anything. And then she looks, and behind him is this 
freaking red face no. guy. You were like, no! Oh, terrifying. <laughs> I was frightened. Did you see it? I did see yeah. it. I've seen did it. Did you see that? <gasps> did you see what that? What is that? Who was that? Oh my God, it was mm. so funny. Red face demon. He is known as the lipstick demon because apparently they use lipstick oh, on man. his face. <laughs> yeah. They actually put lipstick on his face. Wow. And the guy who plays the demon is Joseph Bishara, mm. who did the music for Insidious. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I think he's been in a couple of other things as well, but he's like mainly a composer. He's creepy. He's very creepy. Also, imagine having lipstick all over your face. Can you imagine how difficult that would be to get off? off? You'd you'd need loads of You'd need a lot of wipes. Wipes. Yeah. So they all absolutely freak out because they've seen this this lipstick face man. They run to Dalton's room. His room's absolutely trashed. He's on the floor. There's a handprint on the sheet. Mm. Oh, that's creepy. They have to lift him up and put him back into bed. Poor little thing. And then the mum's like... I know someone who may be able to help. I'm like, where were you before? You didn't pipe up before, (laughs) did you? So then we get Tucker and Specs. Hooray! And Specs is played by Lee Winnell, who wrote Insidious. He's also in Saw as well. I think he crops up in a few things. He crops up in things, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Also, his wife, I think, is the nurse. Oh, really? Yeah. Nurse, Nurse Adele, I think she's called, so... Yeah, it's all very... I, th- I feel like... I think James Wan and Lee Winnell went to uni together. Oh. And did film. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think that's why they've kind of teamed mm. up, I think. Because are they Australian? I think they're Australian. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're Australian and... Yeah, Ooh, there you know. go. They they come in and they start... He starts using his... Um, his gadgets does Tucker and, oh, yeah. and but I, I love them two together because they're really like banterous. And he uses this like it's like one of those um, little projector things that you have as a kid, but it's various UV, UV lights. filters, and in one of the filters you can see ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And but he's kind of saying, oh, um, you know, this is important gadgetry that we need, mm. and and then Specs the is like, mm, it's not no, really it though, is it? No. Like, you can tell it's one of these things where you've got someone who's really, really into, like, the tech. Like, the detail yeah. is in all the gadgets. Yeah. And the other person's like, I'm a big picture thinker. Yeah, and they, definitely. It's, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I like, their, I like their banter. It's good. And they... Yeah, so he's looking around this house and, and he decides to use this UV light thing and he sees a pair of twins in the hall. Oh, which terrifying. you were like... <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> and then And then he's like, call Lise, call Lise now. And then Lynche comes, yay! She's nice, isn't she? I love Lynche. Lynche looks like a really, really nice sort of kindly old lady, yeah. but also she's a little bit of a badass. I yeah. love it. Yeah. She can take care of business. Yeah. But she's a nice old lady. I'd feel safe with Lynche, mm. I think. I like her. She crops up in everything. Like any sort of new line cinema thing she was always in, because obviously I think she's Bob Shea's sister, so that makes sense. She was always like she always did little parts like she was in um she was in Nightmare on Elm Street as the teacher. But I think I'd probably say Insidious is probably a bigger biggest film role that she's done like as a as a part kind of thing. So she comes in and she's very very polite and lovely mm, and I so love a little her. Scar. 
Yeah, the I love outfit her. She's so just cute. quite cute, isn't it? Yeah, and she's really she's really nice, but I feel like as soon as she goes in that house, you can tell by the look on her face she's like something's Something not right is in this not house. Right. She's getting vibes. She sure is. And and she talks about the other house and then I think Specs is like, Oh yeah, I'll go and and check it out and see what the she thing is. She said it was important, didn't she? Yeah, I think it's just to see what's happened in where the, it all kicked off yeah and then he says that he'll go and check it and then uh, Tucker's like but who will operate the equipment because it's very specialised and he's like no, I think I'll be fine <laughs> he's like I'll do it it's fine it's fine so she she goes up to Dalton's room and she starts talking to him and she's like oh you're a very handsome boy aren't you and, and she's like mum and dad are here so don't don't be worried blah 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 and she's very nice and then she is nice she she asks him to get a pen and paper and they're like, oh, why? And, and he says, oh, I draw what she sees, basically. It's part of the process. <laughs> I love it. So she looks up at this fan. Yeah, yeah, she's, starts she's clearly whisper. spotted something on the ceiling straight away. Yeah, she literally just looks up and she's like, oh. Mm. And then um, she starts describing this this demon, basically. It's red face and it's all black. It's got hooves for feet, really long fingernails, really black eyes. And then she she says, what are you drawing? And then looks at this drawing of this thing, which is obviously what they saw exactly behind what Patrick Wilson. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like they wouldn't have told her that. So how does she know? Well, it's because she can see him. I would, I would believe her. Mm. So she says at this point, she's like, I don't have time to sugarcoat it for you and let you get used to this because there isn't enough time. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out to you straight, basically. Um, she's like, I don't think your son's in a coma. I think that he has astral projected out of his body, and she calls she calls them travellers, doesn't she? And and basically, yeah. she's like, it's an ability to leave your body. So he's quite skilled at astral, his body. But, but usually it isn't that bad. But now we can't find his way back. Yeah, that's mm. it. So, yeah, so she says that he basically astral projects in his sleep, but he's gone too far and he's got himself got lost off. in some place that she calls the further. And she says it's kind of inhabited by spirits and sort of unrested mm. things. And then also these demons who want something more insidious. The name of the film... I love it when you're watching a film and the people in the film say the name of the I film. I do, yeah, it's, it's great. good, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I love that. I think I, I... The further I'm not overly... I've not watched all the sequels, so I'm not that up to date about it, but I, I kind of see it as a bit of... It's like purgatory almost, so it's oh. like... Un, that's the way I see it. It's like ghosts who have unfinished business and they're not ready to cross over yet. I have so much unfinished business now, I can't imagine that at all. <laughs> not be like a ghost in a vehicle. I've got so much to do. I've got too much I've to do. So I can't be dead out of time. I haven't even finished building the shed. So she she basically says this is why you're seeing all these ghosts because they want life. So they've obviously got wind that Dalton's this empty mm. vessel and they want to, they want to possess him basically yeah. and be alive. But then obviously she's like, but this demon wants to be alive but then to cause pain to other people mm. and then the, she's sort of saying it's a process that takes a lot of time for them to be strong enough to enter 
And she's like, the longer he's away from his body, the easier it's going to be. Yeah. So we don't have time. And then, so so Renee's kind of taking this all in, but Josh, you can just tell on, on his face, he's just like, what no. a load of crap. What? I'm not even... But then he, he sort of says, right, I'm done with this now. And he's like, I basically let her in to appease you, but this is a load of rubbish. I feel like they're taking advantage of you. I can't, I can't listen to this anymore. And he basically tells them to leave. So she, but she's really nice about it. She says, fine, that's, that's fine. fine. I'll go. I'll go. Good luck. And I thought, yeah, you'll need it. So he goes, he goes to Dalton's room and he's talking to him and he's really upset and he's kind of saying like, you know, if you can hear me, like, come back to us kind of thing. And then a drawing falls off the wall and he sees this red-faced guy that she yeah. drew, but he's also drawn. And then there's a picture of a horse and then a picture of him in bed and it says under it, last night I watched myself sleep and then I flew away. So that was just him drawing what he's been doing yeah. in his sleep, which is astral projecting. Which is what she said. Mm. And then he kind of, I think he kind of thinks maybe this is a real thing and it, and he just bursts into tears because he's just mm. like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then she comes in and he's like, yeah, go you better go get her. You better go call her. So Elise comes back and sort of says, we can try this one thing. I don't know if it'll work, but it's worth giving it a go. So they end up having this like weird, it's like a seance, I suppose, mm. isn't it? And I'm guessing it it's for her to guide him back to his yeah. body. The gas mask I found weird. I'm not sure why mm. the gas mask, but you know. It makes it a bit different. It does, doesn't it? And I think it's also so she can talk to Specs mm. and he can write it down. Because I was like, I, I'm proper deaf, me. And I <laughs> I'd have been like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? So she's got this gas mask on and they kind of call, they call Dalton. They've got all these cameras as well that are like, it's like flash bulbs, that clicky flash bulb thing. And they pick up change in like temperature and electromagnetic activity, mm. I think. And then she's like, once it starts, don't say anything. Stephen will write it, who is Specs. Yeah. But she calls him Stephen. Um, and he will he'll translate speak what I'm for her, yeah. He'll speak for what I am saying, basically. And they use uh, Dalton's little lantern thing cute. as the light, yeah. Mm. So she calls out to him. And all about it's really tense because all these cameras are clicking as well, and then he's writing it down and and he's saying, "I can't see in here." And then she's saying, "Follow my voice to get back here." And then and then he's saying, "If they hear me, they'll hurt me," yeah. and all this stuff. And then it and he's like, "Who? The man with fire on his face? There's no way out." And then he says, "They heard you." And then it just says, "Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! Help yeah. me!" Help me. Poor and then, little fella. And then she she sort of slumps a little bit and then carries on talking and it's obviously this demon thing and it's saying, I know you, who you are, you bitch, and all this lot. She absolutely screams the place down, deafens specs, mm. and then they hear the heart monitor go off. So they're like, oh shit, Dalton. And then turn around and he's there. Right, oh. Right there. Terrifying. And then he, uh, does he put his hand on the table? Yeah. I think he puts his hand on the table and it sends them all absolutely flying across the room. So you assume that he's possessed at this point. All the ghosts are coming in. That creepy long-haired man tries to lick 
rosebud no, and she's not he's having a good time. Creepy. His 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 eyes are like absent or something. Oh, he's horrible. Not a cool person. But I feel like never say that. I've never said that before. Jo- I feel like Josh sees everything mm. this time, so he's like, Ooh. maybe it is true. Maybe it is maybe. true. And also, say he didn't nay, save now, his nay, wife when she's getting licked by that mm. creepy man. Ugh. So in this meantime. Elise is like got Dalton and saying get out of this vessel which happens eventually and he Mm. slumps to the floor and everything goes back to normal and the lights come on and everyone's kind of like ooh that was not good so um, oh yeah Specs gets flung across the room so it cuts to him with a stake on his head (laughs) he's basically just lying with his head on the table with a stake and then uh, his pals saying oh we didn't get any pictures, but I looked at the video footage and I did it frame by frame. And basically, you can see this red guy stood behind him, like puppet in his arms. So he's not quite mm. in him, but yeah. he's controlling him. So I guess that's like the next stage. Yeah. And then the mum gets called, and they all sit in. They all sit in the lounge, like they're having some kind of intervention. <laughs> It's like an awkward intervention. We need to talk to you. And then uh, she's like, yeah, I need to talk to you, Josh. Um, So the reason that I knew Elise was because she helped me a long time ago with you. And he's like, you what? (laughs) And then she's like, oh, yeah, uh, so you can astral project as well. And you used to have these really horrible night terrors about this woman in a black dress. Ugh, creepy. I think, no, that's why he was so... um determined that it not be supernatural from the start because he was just maybe a part of him kind of like in knew. denial or trying to suppress that whole part of his life yeah definitely which, is, which you absolutely would enough, yeah you can't really blame him so it kind of makes him into like a better yeah more well-rounded character that's it so she sort of says yeah um i saw that i i didn't believe you until i started seeing her and, and then she brings out this box of pictures of him as a kid and she's like I kept seeing this sort of blur which I thought oh maybe it's the camera the camera's funny but then she said every every picture I took she, she was, was closer. getting closer that's so creepy. creepy and then the the last one is her like reaching, reaching her hand out, out. and he looks more and more sad in each photo yeah mm. you would be so I've got a fun fact about that old oh. woman that old woman is actually a man <laughs> But because they f- when they filmed it, they were like, I feel like the man's presence would be creepier than a woman mm. for some reason. But then in the second one, they wrote it in as 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 part of the story. So that oh, really? that old woman slash man is a guy called Parker Crane, who I think. So what's his story? I think something happened to it. I think his mum like tortured him as oh, a child or something. Awful. And I think I can't. I've I've not seen the full thing yet, so I'm not entirely sure. But oh, but goodness. basically, yeah, they ended up writing that in because I think there's like more backstory about the woman and stuff. Because mm. obviously, that's who it carries on yeah. from the yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's quite interesting. So he so yeah so basically he um. They say that we suppressed your memory and ability to astral project so that she wasn't able to inhabit yeah. you. Um, and then and he's sort of like, what? Because what? you would be, wouldn't you? And then she's like, 
do you still not like getting your picture taken? And he's like, no, I don't, actually. And then, so basically, she's like, all, all through this, he's like denial man and avoidance man. Mm. And then they're like, hey, do you know what? You've got to go You've get your son. <laughs> You're in the hot seat. But he does, once he has sort of realised the situation yeah. is real and they need his help, then he's like... Yeah, he's he like, fine, okay, um, I'm going to do it. So she, uh, wife gives him a kiss and says, please come back. <laughs> um, and then she's like, keep one foot in this world and don't draw attention to yourself go find your son and i was like well how he how? he doesn't even know that he can do this at this point because he's only just re sort of realized how do you not draw attention to yourself mm. he's gonna have to be going around being like i'm i'm totally dead uh like, have you seen my son hey hey everyone hey. just sort of a regular i'm ghost. a ghost i'm a ghost by the way have you seen a little boy also a ghost have you seen yeah. my ghost son <laughs> i was thinking it might be like um, like a little town or something, but it's not. It's kind <laughs> it of like wasn't. it's sort of like a, a, a shadowy reflection. It's of basically real life. the world, but dark, isn't it? Mm. It looks like I'd be like going to the White House or somewhere. Buckingham I don't Palace. know. If I'd go to Area Fifty One. I feel like That's where I'd be straight there. The people who are where they are maybe died there, and I think that's why they're there. That does kind of make I sense. I think. I, th- mm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about sense. it. But I would definitely go to Area 51 if I could astral project. I would not because I have seen this film. I'm not getting lost. Oh, well. I'm getting back. Uh, you wouldn't, you I wouldn't, don't want um, an old ghost woman to take over my body. It would be easy to find your way there because everyone would be watching Area 51. Everyone would be like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Right, you know when there was something going on at the playground and all the children would be like... Flock to it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. Oh, maybe that's the thing. You distract the ghosts distract with it. Distract the ghosts, yeah, be like, like <gasps> something's going on over there that may or may not be aliens. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so she she sort of puts him to sleep using a metronome and she she's, she's telling him to, like, don't draw attention to yourself, blah, blah, blah. And then he... He has his eyes shut and then he opens his eyes and he's like, this isn't working, this is a load of rubbish and then turns round and sees himself in the chair and he's yeah. like, oh, it did work. I am good at astral projection. <laughs> so he he's sort of looking and he's like, oh. And then Elise is saying, use my voice as your guide. And then she does a little... A, I can't remember what it is. She says, use my voice as your guide and then something about a stride and I was like, why are you rhyming? Why are you talking <laughs> like the cat in the hat? It's weird. He takes Dalton's little lamp and then he makes his way back to the other house because obviously yeah, that's where that I got lost. Sense. Yeah, I, I do quite like that, that, that it is kind of like the, the world but not mm. kind of thing. So it's like, well, you got lost there, so I'll go back there. And, and he sort of sees all these sort of ghosts wandering around. It's really dark and it's like a bit foggy and yeah, it's misty. there's no sort of... You can't really see much apart from... There's like no sort of features apart from this house mm. or the other house, so you don't really know where you are. It's really disorientating. So he goes back in. He goes back into the old house, and he hears this whistling. And he goes to the lounge, and there's this family sat like really, really still, like mannequins. They're just sat there. Just sat there. I and he gets they right up mannequins. in the face. Yeah, don't draw attention to yourself, but just go and stand in front of their face. Right in front of mm. the face, and uh, and then. 
Yeah, they look. They do look like they're just like mannequins, aren't they? Until one of them blinks, because you were like, "Oh, they're not mannequins." One blinks. I, li- I literally said, "Are they mannequins?" And Jen, and then she then went, that is like the <laughs> yeah. instant that she blinked. So no. And then the 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 dad is whistling, and reading the paper, mm. and then and then another, I think another daughter comes with a shotgun, who just she just sort of appears with a shotgun, yeah. and then he, I think he ends up going out but here's the shotgun go so obviously she killed all the family and then Oof. she's just stood there but she's got this weird, massive grin on her face unnatural smile on her face oh, it's, weird. it's horrible and then he's like yep i am out i don't like it so i'm assuming this is what made me think maybe they died in that house mm. because they're just like reliving it over and over yeah. again because obviously it's unfinished business that they have yeah. which means that they're still there but yeah ugh, horrible and then uh, he ends up finding this bright red door, which was the door, a door that Dalton had drawn. I think it's the attic, isn't it? Mm. And he meets... Uh, I've called him the Greasy Strangler, because I don't <laughs> know what he's called, but it's the creepy man that um, licked Renee's face. He literally is a Greasy Strangler. The Greasy Strangler. So he ends up, like, beating up Josh, and, and he's so, they can tell he's kind of struggling, because he's like he's having a nightmare. Mm. So... Elise says, remember, you're alive, so you can kick this guy's ass. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, OK. Oh, yeah. And then pushes him, pushes him off. Off into the... I don't even know, I don't even know where he goes. He just pushes he him just that far. He disappears. He pushes him so hard that he disappears. And then he goes through this red door, and it's full of candles. Absolute fire hazard. Oh, but then I guess yeah. a year ago... Just so walking down there, you'd catch fire. Absolutely. Mm. They're just everywhere, aren't they? Red candles everywhere. And then a horse, which he drew the picture of the horse. So he must have been in that room before. Mm. Um, so then obviously I'm guessing this demon's been like, oh, you wouldn't go here, here mm. you go. And uh, he finds Dalton in this room and he's chained up and he's crying, bless him, because he's like, fella. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hello. And he's like, I'm chained up. I don't like it. He's like, oh, well, I'll get you out, I'll get you out. And you hear this tulip song again. And then it pans up to this big room where that horrible demon is and he's sharpening his claws. His room is full of creepy marionettes. It's horrible. Were there puppets like he would control um, thingy Dalton? Yeah, that's Mm. true. Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's it. He likes puppetry. (laughs) Weird. Uh, He unlocks his chains. I don't know how he manages to unlock his chains. He just opens them with no key. Dream powers. And I was like... If he can do that, could Dalton have not undone them and then just got the hell out of there? But, you know, that's fine. So dad power, dad Mm, strength, that's what it is. So he he unlocks him and he's like, right, let's go. And then uh, Dalton's like, he's looking. And he's like, he's seen us, he's looking. And then uh, it pans to Patrick Wilson and then the demon's behind him and he shoves him, like, across a room. And I think... This is where all, like, the house starts shaking yeah. in, in, like, the actual world. And they're like, oh, God. So he runs away, gets Dalton, and is like, right, Finally, let's get out of here. Finally, they're getting out. I was so it, glad when they got out. I know. Ugh. Then it cuts to um, it <laughs> cuts to the demon, and he's got these cat eyes. And, and, mm. and all I could think about was um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and when they put the play on of the, the Nightman. I and it's Mac, Mac going, Mac going. I'm gonna go pop my cat eyes in. <laughs> and it made me lol. Um, so 
they're trying to they're trying to sort of get out, but there's all these go. The cart sort of move for ghosts, and he's holding his son and this lamp, and all they can see is these ghosts. Everywhere. Hands reaching for him. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. So so then Elise is like, you need to help him get out. So Renee's like, follow my voice. Mm. Follow my voice. Come Do you this know way. What is better than a voice is white noise is to um, identify the direction it's coming from. Really? Mm, you can tell where noise also, is coming from, but white noise is the easiest sound to identify the direction it's coming from. Also, that would have been better than them shouting because yeah. then they wouldn't have known that they weren't dead. Yeah. That would have solved a lot of problems, mm. to be fair. Come on. Come on, guys. So they're doing that. The house is all dark because there's there's... I'm assuming, like, the power's been cut because of all this shaking and stuff. And I was just like, turn a light on. And then, is it Specs puts a torch on? Oh, yeah. And I was like, a put a better torch. light on. And then Tucker puts another light on. And I was like, it's still not good still enough, up. guys. Those lights were giant, but they provided no light. There was no light. Mm. No, I was just like, no, put more put more lights on. Um, they go to invis- investigate a drawer and a hand comes out Ugh. and took a shits himself. Whose hand was that? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just a ghost just hand. Just in general. It's a ghost a hand, hand just hand. coming out. And then Elise is like, check on Dalton, check on Dalton now. And then um, I think they all run upstairs and they start seeing all these ghosts. Tucker screams the house down and I was like, for ghost hunters, they're not very good, are they? Because mm. like, they're terrified. But then I was wondering if this is the first time that they've actually seen anything. Quite possibly. Yeah. So she's sort of saying they're starting to cross over because obviously they know that they're out of the bodies. Um, Josh and Dalton get back to the actual house and and he's like, we've got to go, Dad, we've got to go, we've got to get out of here. And he's, he's behind us, he's behind us. And, and he's like, right, you go, I'll follow you in a minute. Yeah. And then... And then he turns around and he's like, you. you. And then you're like, oh my God. So Dalton's running back to his body. Meanwhile, this demon's like climbing the wall after him. Ugh. It's so creepy. It's horrible. And then Josh has seen this old woman who obviously mm, haunted him as back. a child. And he's like, I'm not scared of you. You can get lost. Get away from me now. And he's just yelling at her, basically. And he's like, get away from me. Then he wakes up. And Dalton wakes up, so they manage to get back to their bodies. Yay! Mm-hmm. And at this point, <laughs> I was like, uh, so the mum came round, but she had the other kids, so who's got the who's kids? Who's got Foster and Callie? I don't know. I feel like Hopefully they a neighbour. I'm been... hoping someone. I know. I Maybe know. his dad, the um, Lorraine, Lorraine's... What's, his, what's she called, the mum? Lorraine. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. The Josh, dad. Josh's, Josh's dad. dad. Josh's, Josh's dad. dad has got the children. I'm getting hopefully. confused with Conjuring because he's in The Conjuring as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he plays Ed Warren in The Conjuring. I thought you were say Edward then. No, Ed Warren. Lorraine and Ed Warren. Mm. So, yeah, so basically, they've made it back. The ghosts go all is well. Hooray! Then it cuts to Tucker and Specs outside and basically going, oh, yeah, you know. Basically, it's the first sign of paranormal activity mm. we've recorded. This is going to be awesome. We're going to write a book. And then he's just ribbing him and, and he's like saying, oh, yes, my photo's got it. And he's like, well, it's not that important, is it? And he's like, the photos are very important. And then it cuts to Dalton 
absolutely scuffing a massive plate of spaghetti. Oh, he's hungry. He's like, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm tired. And then <laughs> she's like, how tired. can you be tired? You've been asleep for about six months. You cannot be tired. But then I was thinking, it's like, you know, when you sleep too much and then you're tired. You're tired, yeah. yeah. So he's probably got that. And then Elsie is talking... Not Elsie, Elise. Elsie. 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 Little old Elsie. Elsie. I want to call her Elsie. Elise is uh, talking to Josh and he's like, they're kind of saying, oh, you know, everything wrapped up and it's fine. And he's like, I hope I forget all this again because that was quite horrible. Mm. And then he says, I guess I don't need these anymore, these photos. And he gives them to her. And she kind of looks at him weird and he's like, what? What's up with you? And she puts them in a bag. Yeah. Gets a camera out and takes a photo of him. And he loses it. He's like, why did you do that? What have you done that for? You know I don't like photos. And and basically runs at her and starts strangling yeah. her. And you're like, oh my God, what are you doing? And then Renee obviously hears the commotion and goes to check. She can't find Josh. And she finds El- Elise dead. Um, So she's freaking out. Oh, Elise, I liked her. I know, she's freaking out. And then she... um. Does she see? She picks up the camera, doesn't she? Mm. And, and then you get that shot of, of, I don't know what they call it. You know where you get like it's kind of close up, but far away at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No. Like like in jo- like in Jaws when he's on that oh, boat and it goes bone shot. That's it. Trombone shot. That's it. Yeah. Get one of them. Mm. I love that. I really like that effect. And she's like, Ugh. and then it cuts back to Elise. When she takes the photos off Josh, she looks at his hand and he's got an old, like lady, old hand. lady hand. So then she takes the photo of him and oh, I think in this meantime, Josh has gone to Renee and he's like, oh, yeah. what's wrong? And she's like, bah! yeah. But then obviously there's this this flashback. So she takes a photo of him and then you see the photo and it's not him, it's the old woman. Mm. And then it's just the old woman like lunging towards the camera and then it finishes. Terrifying. Yeah. And then you get you get your credits. Apparently it took three weeks to film. They filmed it in three the weeks. The whole thing only took three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, they filmed it wow. in three weeks. That's All crazy. these films out there going over budget. I know, yeah. Three weeks, that's how you do it. I don't that's think professionalism. it was I don't think it was a massive budget, but it made a shit ton of money. There wasn't that many that there wasn't very many locations. Well no, it was only There was literally Hospital, House, house One and House, house two. two. And yeah. one shot of the school, which would be easily yeah. done. Yeah. That's it. That's about it, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I think it, it made an absolute fortune. Wow. But the set the second one picks up where where this one's left off where Obviously, they've been in the police station because there's a mm. kindly old lady that's dead in the house. Yeah. And I think he ends up coming out. I don't know what... Nobody nobody gets charged. Nothing happened. I've not watched it all, but nobody gets charged. But obviously, he's this woman now. Yeah. So it's kind of a... I think he goes missing for a bit and they don't know where he is. So that would surprise to, me. Do you know yeah. what you should do in that situation? First thing, freeze bank accounts. Yeah, freeze them. Oh, <laughs> you finally got into the corporeal world where you you can't do anything. You haven't got any money. Ha! Just stayed where you were. <laughs> He'll be on quite a good wage as a teacher. So freezing her out would be really 
I don't think so. Well, more than I've heard that they're not minimum great. wage. Yeah, must be more. It must be more than minimum wage. Otherwise, who would do it? Yeah, I feel. I, I don't know. I've seen kind of a lot of American TV kind of paints a picture of teachers not actually earning that oh, much. Really? I don't think it's a very high paid job at all, well, unless you. Get more. A prep school. Unless you're in, like, university and you've got, school, like, boys, master, whatever it is. If you're a lecturer and stuff, yeah. I think you make the money there. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I liked it. It's really creepy, though. Yeah, it's really creepy. It's so creepy. Don't but, like, buy it if you're about to move house. Like, do, <laughs> don't do watch not it. watch this in when you're moving house. <laughs> yeah. I do, yeah. I think I think they did, like, a really good job. Like, they they did well. They sure did. It's very... Um, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought. I thought I wouldn't like it, but I actually did enjoy it more than I thought. It's, it is really well done. I mm. think I couldn't have coped with it in the cinema. I think I'd have yeah. been too scared. But, like, because I'm, cause I'm not really into that kind of film, I was surprised how mm. much I enjoyed it. I yeah. think it's probably my favourite James Wan film, actually. Ah. Yeah, I would say. I, I think so. I've not watched them all yet. But you but will. I, but I think it's pretty good. I don't know if I've got any more. It's it's kind of a it's a, a homage to Poltergeist. It's very Poltergeisty mm. kind of vibes, I think. Apparently, Ethan Hawke turned down the role of Josh. Oh, really? Yeah, but then he went on to do Sinister, which yeah. is a kind of similar... I think... I don't know if that's a Blumhouse film. I think it is. Yeah, it must be, yeah. It's a similar sort of thing, kind of. So he must have seen how much it made and been like, maybe I'll do maybe this one then. I should have done that, yeah. Because I think there's been talk of a insidious and sinister shared universe, oh. apparently, because the the demon in sinister, it's not well, it's not similar, but like they're saying, like they they mm. could exist in the same thing. So I'm wondering if they'll end up doing a crossover for it. You never know. Oh, that'd be quite cool, actually. Ratings wise, I give it a five out of five. Because I think it's really well done. I think mm. it's kind of a, it's it's an early-ish one for James Wan, but you can see where you can see is kind of what he's about and yeah. what he what he, how he does things and stuff. It's quite interesting. Gore probably a one because there isn't really any the, gore no, in it at all. Although, well, no, there isn't really. Not really. The only thing is like the handprints, mm. which may or may not be bloody, but. Humour, there's there's a slight humour, but that's just sort of... Specs and Tucker. Specs and Tucker, yeah. they are. They are pretty good. Light relief. But yeah, overall, I think it's really good. Worth mm. watch. Yeah. If you, yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I think it's because I went into it with no expectations. Yeah. I think that's the best way sometimes. Yeah. When you just sort of find things. So, positive. Positive review. I will watch the sequels because I think they're all on Netflix. Oh, are they? Mm. Give it a go. Yeah, so I might give those a watch. Next week. Oh, yeah, what are we doing next week? Well, we're going to do Silence of the Lambs next week. Oh! And also... Exactly. Yeah. And also, it's our 50th episode. Is it? It's our 50th episode and also our first birthday. <gasps> we are wow. one. That's exciting, isn't it? Well, why not celebrate with Silence of the Lambs? With a rich Chianti. Exactly. Yeah, we are one. What are fava beans? Uh, are they broad beans? I think they are broad. broad beans. I think they're something like that, yeah. It doesn't sound the same when you have broad beans. Broad beans and a Chianti. Also, no cabs. It's weird. 
Oh, well, I I would disagree with that meal based purely on the no carbs. Yeah, I feel case. like I'm focusing on the wrong thing there, to be fair. Mm. The liver probably the the worst bit, but yeah, no carbs. Weird. I I wouldn't eat liver either. But if you it? had to, you'd want some rice or some You'd want pasta rice or, or pasta or potatoes. Or mashed potato baked potato. There's one thing it's one thing, like I I started watching um I started watching Hannibal on Netflix the series and there's all these there's always these like montages of Hannibal Lecter like cooking these meals mm. and I was like and I was like, if I went to his house and I ate that, I'd probably be pretty like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I guess you're not meant to. You're not meant like, to they think look that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll give him his dues. Like, it looks like he's a good cook. So you probably wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, you might. There might be no way of knowing. Un- unless he told you. And then I'd be he like, would tell you. Yeah, after, I'd be after like, oh, by the way, that was a person. I'd be like, oh, but I've really enjoyed it. The sauce was great. Yeah. What did you put in the sauce? I'd mm. be like, I really liked it. I feel bad now. I'm all about cannibalism. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, so next week, watch Silence of the Lambs. Bit happy first birthday. We'll yeah. have to have a birthday cake. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And also we are on Patreon at Wonderful and Strange. So I've got some ideas for that. They're they're the commission. Stewing. Yeah, yeah stewing. I, had a, I had a good idea the other day. I might do some uh, point horror reviews. What's that? Those, do you those books? Yeah. Those books from yeah. like 1993. R.L. Stein and all that, like, yeah. Yeah, do so you remember? Do... They always had like a plain cover that was like a, a cover, coloured cover. It mm. was like blue or green or like purple. Yeah. And it would have like a lightning strike or something, didn't mm. it? Mm-hmm. Mm. They were great. So, yeah. We shall see you next week, guys. Stay safe. Wear your face masks. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. 
Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.